Kevin Pruitt with another episode of Rising Tide Startups, and my special guest is Natasha Carroll. Natasha, thank you for joining us today. Hi, Kevin. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. I'm really excited, and um, yeah, so I'm really excited to be on the show. Well, thanks again for taking your time and, and being a little flexible with my time tonight. Uh, I uh, yeah, we had some issues come up that that. Uh, just we I really appreciate you just kind of expanding your your time frame you allotted to us and and I'm just actually really anxious to hear your story and so let's just get started and tell us who is Natasha Carroll. <laughs> yeah, no worries about it. Don't I'm leave anything about... out about the Switzerland Aussie stuff. <laughs> okay, cool. I'm pretty sure everyone has noticed my accent uh, right away. Anyway, so. <laughs> Yeah, no worries with being flexible. I'm all about that. I'm all about being a parent first. And, you know, this is this is my life. This is about, you know, uh, creating the time for the family first. Sure. So I am a wife. I am a mom of three. I have two teenager boys and uh, almost nine-year-old girl. I am originally from Switzerland and now I live in Australia. I'm going to talk more about that, but Australia was our big, big dream. So I live exactly now where I wanted to live for many, many years, uh, where my husband also wanted to live. That's important. We both had the same dream. So yeah, we made it. It was a bit of a juggle and struggle to get there but two years now we live here on the beautiful uh, sunshine coast of Queensland in Australia mm. so that eastern part of Australia we've been in Australia now a bit more than seven years um, all our kids uh, were born in Switzerland so we all speak very funny if I can say so we speak uh, French Swiss German and English so when you hear us somewhere it's very strange because I speak in Swiss German with the kids they give me French or English answers so it's always a little bit funny but yeah <laughs> I am as well an online entrepreneur and I love to call myself a lifestyle creator. I work with my husband Jan together, so um, that was a big dream of us. And I'm going to come back to that as well, why we love to work together. And I am actually also right now finishing um, the process of publishing my first book, which is mm. really, really exciting. So um, soon to be published author as well. So maybe to come back to our um, story, why we live in Australia is um, we, my husband Jan and myself, we always love, but really love to travel the world and discover new people, new culture, live experiences and just, you know, a, a lot more than materialistic stuff. Sure. We really love experiences and you know this kind of stuff so we traveled a lot but we wanted something really special for our honeymoon and Australia was always very very special to us so we made it our honeymoon trip for six months we traveled around Australia and we fall in love mm. on our honeymoon <laughs> we fall in love with the country and with the lifestyle the beach lifestyle the outdoor living having time to leave, this is something we discovered then. Right. It's not something, you know, that comes from our upbringing it's where, you know, like in Switzerland, you work a lot and, mm. <laughs> and uh, you're very committed to your nine to five and you have your life plan set in advance and this kind of stuff. So and the trains really are always on time. 
Exactly, exactly. <laughs> you have insurance for everything and, you know, this kind of life. So we discovered a lifestyle. We discovered a country where we wanted to live. It was clear for both of us and we discovered a lifestyle. And that changed our life. That really did. Wow. Um, yeah, so we, we traveled for six months. We really, we were young. You know, we were like early 20s. We had no idea what to do because one way we wanted to live here and another way we had our life set, you know, like sure. in Switzerland. So we were a bit lost. We went back because, you know, we listened to our parents or pressure <laughs> friends, you know. I had a job waiting for me. So we went back. Spent 10 years thinking about it, you know, always having in the back of my mind. We built a house. We had three kids. We still had that dream. And one day we said, uh, we saw a show on TV. And one day we said, if they can do it, we can do it as well. Let's do it. And yeah, we did. Wow. So in 2007, we moved to Australia. <laughs> now, how old and, were your uh, kids when you moved? So when we moved, uh, our oldest one was um, turning so, uh, turning eight, he was mm -hmm. seven. Our second one just turned six, and our little one was a baby. She was um, 16 months old. So the boys were already at school, so they were um, involved, enrolled in a French-speaking school in kindergarten and year one. So we moved them to to country, a country where they didn't know the language. So it was a bit of a shock for them, but they really adapted so fast and I'm sure with your background Kevin you would know kids are like sponges they are they very really... adaptable yeah exactly and they I do strongly believe as well that it depends so much on the parents as well you know the mindset that you're in anyways we moved in 2011 and it's yeah really our big adventure our big family adventure it's been a roller coaster to be honest it, it was not easy we um very soon got into a lot of troubles, <laughs> but um, we almost got deported. We almost ended up on the streets uh, with no house. Wow. Yeah, it, it was a struggle. Yeah, we almost had immigration uh, getting kicking us out of the country. But, um, you know, and it was obviously not planned, but looking back at it, for me, I... During these seven years now, I've grown so much, my husband as well, into a mindset where we understand that when you get um, struggles in life, it's um, it's material to create something about it. And this is exactly or something with it. Right. And this is exactly what I've been um, doing now with my book, because all these struggles we had was material for me to write a book now. Sure. And and, yeah, really and your life coaching, and and I mean the 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 business, yeah. you know, lifestyle coaching that you do, it's it's all a kind of a uh, it's built from your personal experiences that you all have gone through, you know, to get to this Absolutely. point. How difficult is it to you know for for European nationals to to immigrate to Australia? Oh, very difficult. Um, you know, it's not a lot of people tell me you're so lucky. And my answer is usually this has nothing to do with luck. Um, we we set ourselves to do it. We had to create the situation where we actually can do it. And it took so much dedication. Um, there were many, many times where we would, could have quit. And especially for us, the hard, hard thing was 
uh, to be non-native English speakers. Right. Um, yeah, coming to Australia, not because it's hard, but because of the visa issue. Sure. So yeah. Is it on a, a point, point system? Yeah, so there like is a the point. United Kingdom has a like a point system that you had you could you get so many points for where you lived, you get so many points for the job that you have, what education you have, if you're an English speaker or not. I mean, it's it's interesting that that uh, Australia would probably have a similar system. Canada may have a similar system as well. Yeah, absolutely. It's exactly that. It's exactly that. And because we're not a native speaker and because um, I was um, at in Switzerland for the last 10 years when uh, since my first child was born, basically a stay-at-home mom, sure. this was not giving me any points, although right. I had a job, you know, and qualification, this was not giving me any credit towards our visa. It was only Jan, my husband, Jan's right. part that was giving us credit. And having three kids um, that we have to provide for, that was taking um, points away as well and mm. being non-native speakers. So we yeah. really had to work very, very hard to get it. <laughs> so yeah. take, me, take me to that point that, that uh I mean, did your did your career change coincide with moving to Australia or did this just kind of, I, I guess, occur as a result of your moving there? You've gone through some struggles and you kind of kind of transitioned into this, you know, lifestyle coach or tell, talk, walk us through that really quickly about, you know, this is how this happened. Yeah, sure. So as I said, I was a stay-at-home mom. Really, my world was my family, kids, etc. Mm -hmm. So I was, I did not have a business. So when we came to Australia, the first two years was really pure survival, sure. <laughs> uh, and making sure that the kids were settling in and this kind of stuff. After a while, and because we had so many struggles as well, we were in a financial situation where I had to do something. Mm -hmm. And it's funny how life, when you are open to see it, life provides you with door that you can open. And this is what happened to me, but not in that career that I'm in now, actually, uh, but something that I'm passionate about. And I got the opportunity to um, learn and study and create my own business in remedial massage therapy. Mm -hmm. And this is all because our oldest son was born and is living with um, ADHD, which was for us a big challenge. Right. And entering this world of trying to heal him naturally and help him, um, I got into it and I created my, you know, I got into a lot of studies in English, which was really pushing me out of my comfort zone. And I created my business, which I really rapidly turned into something quite successful and I had my own clinic uh, but at that stage we were somehow locked into a position where we were living down close to Sydney and this is not the place where we actually were dreaming about to right. live where we now here more up north and so when we actually um, became permanent citizens um, that permanent residents, sorry, and then later on citizens, we were free to live where we wanted to live and we decided to move up here north. And I had to let go of my clinic or of my clientele, of course, because they're not going to travel 900K with yeah. me up north. Yeah. So this is when I actually started thinking about what I want to do. And I realized that these um, three years I've been in business and creating my business was I was 
I was literally a slave of my business mm. and I didn't have the freedom. I, I was so successful with my business that I was really missing out on time with my family. And that was not going back to the freedom that we had experienced in our first trip where we wanted right. to you know, experience that freedom, have the time with the family, travel the world, be there for the kids. I was locked into my clinic mm -hmm. and this is this was not my dream. This is when I got into that career change by moving up here, living where I where we wanted to live the whole time, got me again, another door was opening for me and got me into that new career and using all the luggage and all the, you know, what I've learned and the sure. mindset and all that to create something right. new. Yeah. So, okay. So let's, let's imagine that you and I just stepped on an elevator just stepped on a lift, okay, and we're we're going up ten floors. You've got about a minute. Tell me what you do, very very concisely, because I'm I'm going to get off on the tenth floor and I'm going to go to my office, and I, I we may not see each other again. So, the door is just okay. closed, and here we go. <laughs> here we go. So I'm a lifestyle creator. I help family to have more time to enjoy life and to actually use the power of the internet the power of what we have nowadays to mm -hmm. our um how should i say it? that we can use to uh, create a lifestyle that we love and enjoy because life is so much more than a nine to five so i help parents mainly parents but um anywhere anyone can do it um to work into networking but to also develop a mindset where you can live the life that you love and go chase your dream and do what you love in life. So this is what I do, mainly networking, but I do help with, um, you know, with, with getting the right mindset to chase your goal in life. So how and, do you um, help people determine what it is they're going to do? Like, let's say that, that our family wants to shift and we want to change the course and, and we want to, you know, work from home type thing. What would be the, the first few things you would do with, with uh, us as a client? Uh, what I do, would do first, um, I would need to assess if you are strong enough in your mind to actually do it. Because a lot of people... That shouldn't take long. Else, You'll probably look in here and go, no, there's there's not much going on there. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, what, I, what I, I'm always really transparent with people is that it takes a lot of determination. There will be ups, but there will be downs. Sure. If someone tells you that it's you're gonna make money online, for example, very quick and fast, for me, it rings the alarm bell. Mm. If you want to, this is what I do, I'm an online entrepreneur. I work online, but I do also know that it's not that easy. Right. And that you, when you want to achieve something, there will be ups and downs. So I need first to assess, is this now just an idea or are these people really ready to go for it? And do they have what it takes? Mm -hmm. And um, I hope that with my book, um, I'm transparent enough for people to realize that although we are now living the life that we um, were dreaming about and uh, teaching our kids to live that life as well, if they want to, it was a real struggle. And we still encounter adversity at some times, but it's about creating the mindset. So I make sure that people who I'm working with do have the mindset I want to work with. and 
um, the mindset to actually create where they want. And I make sure that I work with people who, that I understand that we have a connection right. that people I would go on a holiday with people I would love to share a meal with, because if we don't have that relationship, um, chances are you're not going to be open to hear what I'm going to sure. say, or I'm not going to interpret what you were saying the right way. So it's usually not really happening. I can't imagine so there's too many people on the planet that you wouldn't like to have, have a meal with. <laughs> yeah. I'm always open to hear from everyone, but and I love love to uh, hear people's idea. And I'm always open to consider their point and mm. and you know this kind of stuff. So yes, I would love to have a meal with a lot of people, of course. <laughs> okay, so this, let's let's say that they you you determine that that this is a good connection that you you would work well with this individual, and that they are you know say all in they're they're ready to you know commit they understand the ups and downs the the difficulty of making money online what then what are some examples i guess of of maybe previous clients that you've taken on that said you know they they understood it here's some of the things that they decided to do was it you know is it was it an affiliate marketing was it in you know facebook ads was it in you know what i mean there's a litany of things that that we could list but what are some of the things that you've seen that have been very successful and people that really want to kind of make this transition? So I, I personally love, as you say, there is a lot of things. Um, I personally love network marketing uh, because I love to work with it because it gives a chance really to anyone. You know, like it's not... Um, you can be a male or a female, you can be young, you can be old, you can be a parent or a retired, you can be, um, what should I say, Catholic or uh, Buddhist or whatever, it doesn't matter. Your um, sexual orientation, your religious opinion, they do not matter. It's open to anyone. Everyone can have success in it if they want to. So I love to work with networking, in networking. But that being said, um, I think one quality that people need to have to be successful is being, first of all, open-minded, but also ready to step out of their comfort zone. Sure. Because it's not, if you are not ready to step out of your comfort zone, go out there and be passionate about something. I'm passionate about what I'm doing. I'm passionate about the company I'm working with, the product we have. I'm passionate about the message that I have. Um, because there is a few aspects of what I'm doing. There is the company I'm working with, but there is also the message I'm sharing as an as an author. Um, we, we've got to soon be featured on TV as well, so we have a message there as well. Um, you know, I really I'm building a whole brand around that and the message that we have. So it's not just that online part, um, but yeah, being to be successful, being able to and ready to step out of comfort zone. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I'm, I'm working with, I'm not just working with people in the same, same company or just bringing in people in the same company that I am. I'm working with people in different um, online world as well. Right. We share events together, for example. If I can relate to the person, then I'm happy to, to work with them. I'm part of a woman, um, empowered woman group as well, where we speak and where we just help 
people who are not even online or a woman, um, for example, in, in third, um, in, in very poor countries, you know, like it, it really depends if their message is right to me. I'm, I'm always happy to consider joining forces with people and do something else around my brand, around their brand, but it needs to, to come from the heart as well. I hope that makes sense. Yeah, unpack the the idea. Um, I think when people hear network marketing, there's a they can think and that can go in a lot of different directions. So yeah, when you t- when you say is are you talking about just digital marketing? Or are you talking about affiliate market? What what exactly do you mean when you're talking about network marketing? So network marketing um, is being part of a company and um, being of this is what I do. I do actually um, promote some products that I'm using myself and promote um, the fact that you can actually build a business around it working from home. So for me, it's the whole idea of working from home. So some people are doing parties um, at their home or at other people's home. They do workshops, for example. I don't personally, I don't want to do that because I want to be able to work from the side of my pool. I want to be able to work from Switzerland if I want to go on holiday back there. If I want to go skiing to Japan, I want to be able to take my business with me, work from Japan or whatever, wherever I want to be. So I'm doing this online. But I love to help um, parents mainly because this is what I relate to. Um, to really be able to work online. So sharing products, sharing a business system, it has a, an affiliate part of it, sure. of course, like marketing. But with the network, what's called network marketing has a product, like a physical product right. to it. Right. And I am in health and wellness uh, industry, which I love and comes back again to the fact with my son and his ADHD and just living a more healthier life. This is, yeah, just that background opened my eyes and this is something I'm really passionate um, about. But around that business, I'm also building that brand where I I speak up for people and and try to motivate people and and inspire Mm -hmm. people that there is more than being locked, I mean, if you love it and being locked in an office nine to five, good on you. I mean, I'm not going to judge, but if some people have enough of it, there is more to it. This sure. is what my message. Right. Yeah. Yep. That, yeah. And that makes perfect sense. And as you've kind of outlined this, you know, leading even even going back to your time in Switzerland and and with your son, you know, with the challenges that you faced there. And then how did you maybe try to attack that from like a holistic you know, viewpoint. Exactly. And, and then that led you to, okay, you found products that, that worked, that you believed in, you became representative of that and, and have built a, you, first of all, you built your business. Now you're building your kind of brand that's, that's branching exactly. out far beyond. And, and at some point in time, you, your brand may actually overtake the business itself. So, you know, the business could like go away and your brand would still exist because exactly. it's, it's built around you. Point. One thing you mentioned earlier that I, that I really appreciated was the idea that when, you know, if let's say you're in an office and you transition to working, you know, for yourself, sometimes you're just trading a job for a job. I mean, if, if you really are, you know, you have to work so hard in the business itself instead of, you know, like the, the book, you're familiar with the book called The E-Myth. 
talks about working on your business instead of in it, you know, so where you're in essence getting it almost to an automated state so it can it can function without you. So and, you know, you, you're, you've kind of alluded to that, too. I can travel, I can work beside the pool, I can, you know, it's, and it, it sometimes it will be operating 24 hours a day, even if I'm not. So, I mean, that's I, I like the way that you've kind of kind of really tried to create this. This, uh, this something that's actually bigger than you are. You know, the whole oh, yeah. economic endeavor is, is bigger than you are, bigger than you, you and your husband together or whatever, or your family. But um, so what do you what do you see down the road? You know, project what is it going to look like five years from now or 10 years from now? I mean, what's the next country that you you may want to go to? Is New Zealand on the list? Is Hawaii? <laughs> you know, where, where, <laughs> what's the so next you, target? <laughs> The next target, so I, I'm going to go on book tour this year. So first of all, it's going to be Australia. And may, maybe I should mention something. My teenager boys, they are swimmers and they are really passionate about it and quite involved in the sport. So with my husband, the first uh, aim we have is to be able to travel with them wherever they yeah. need to go. So for example, next week, uh, is Adelaide on the uh, going to fly to Adelaide for nationals um, back there again in um, in uh, April and a few other destinations in Australia but and, and I'm going to link my book tour with that and this is what really um, I love as a mom because I'm going to present my book in the cities that where my kids are actually going to go for competition wow. so what a good yeah, idea this is yeah, exactly. And after that, um, we are actually going to go, our whole idea is to go travel. They're going to have a little bit of time off um, swimming in, during the winter season. And we're going to go for about two months traveling up north and show them um, places of the country we've never been before mm -hmm. and just go on a camping trip as family. But after that, definitely my, I'm going to take my book tour again with me. Um, after that, definitely New Zealand and the U.S. are on my target list uh, for the book tour. And purely holiday, purely holiday, um, hopefully um, I mentioned skiing in Japan. This is <laughs> because this is what we have next on the list as a family holiday. But, you know, the list is endless. We have so many places we want to go. But I love that I now created that, that I can take my book with me and, um, you know, bring it with me. So join business and, and travels sure. together. It helps with taxes yeah. too. I mean, you know, how much, it, it certainly has it tax benefits. You know, smart. hey, bienvenue aux Etats-Unis. I mean, you know, you you certainly can come, come and just tour the United States and, and uh, you know, if you have a little French accent in the when you speak English, I mean, that that's even better. So... Yeah, you got the, I know, and you know what? It used to actually, and this is a message that I love to share. Uh, sometimes it's the thing that you fear that are stopping you that you actually should be using because they're your best tools. And it used to really stop me to do some lives on Facebook mm. to build my brand because of my accents. And now I love it. I've got so many, but so many people telling me that it's actually, they love to hear my accent and this kind of stuff. And it actually also what attracted um, attracted attention and got us onto the the show House Hunters International that will yeah. be uh, Ed. Sorry, I've got a fly here right. trying to uh, 
Um, so uh, this is all because of that accent that usually that was actually holding me back. So sometimes you know, go over your fears and just do it. Or an advantage. <laughs> I had I interviewed a a uh, lady that is a a lifestyle coach, a business coach. Um, she's from France, but has traveled a lot, and she she does almost all of her teaching and coaching in English. But you know, she has a strong accent, like you you would have, but. It's really interesting because she's really learned to use that to her advantage. And, and she, you know, calls herself kind of the, she says, I'm the Frenchie. You know, it's the Frenchie. Everything is labeled the Frenchie. And she's, she's done such a good job of capitalizing on that strength. You know, taking something that she was probably like you, very conscious of originally. You know, as, as we would speak, you know, in native English speakers exactly. speaking French or German or whatever, we would, we would feel the same way. And but to really capitalize on that strength. And, and it really is very endearing, you know, to to watch her on video and, and you as well. I mean, just to to see, you know, the life that you have. And, and actually, we're very jealous because sometimes you speak our language better than we do. You know, so, <laughs> you're much know. more proper in the way that. you use the language. <laughs> yeah. Thank so, you. well done. Um, thank you. I, I always like to think as well... Um, to set an example for the kids that when you have a fear of something um, and they, they know that my husband and myself were quite conscious about our accent here first and that they now see us um, using it, I think I do believe that down the track it sets an example for them as well. That for they, sure. um, yeah, this is what I like to think about it as well. So more than just for me, it's also setting an example for my kids, but also for other people. And, you know, it warms my heart when I got a message um, not such a long time ago for, from someone saying thank you so much because because of me, because of um, um, me sharing that message, she started doing her uh, sharing her message as well, which was totally different from mine, but she was right. also very conscious about her accent and she wrote to me to say thank you and you know this is yeah this really is nice <laughs> yeah i i understand yeah. i and there will be many many people that that uh that will not write you but you still will reach them with that message and still will encourage them with that message you may never hear about and you know, just exactly. the whole and idea you know, of doing it Oh, absolutely. And with the book, um, maybe it sounds bizarre, but I wrote that book in English, uh, although I, I did all my schooling in French mm -hmm. and my French writing is a lot better than my English one. Um, but living that life, you know, all what I'm writing about, I, I, I went through that uh, in English. So it sounds not true. It sounds not like me if I write it in French. I tried and it just, I couldn't get there. And then I thought, no, I'm, I'm just going to write it in English. And I don't care. I, you know, I, I just, I choose to only have basic um, proofreading because I want my accent to come through through the book. Mm. Uh, I don't want it to be a English literal, a literal, Oh, this is yeah, a tricky I, word. That's exactly right. Yeah, I don't, I don't want it to be a state of the art English writing book. I, I just want it to be our story, true to what we are. Mm. And if some people get 
offended by a word not being the right one or a coma not being at the right place or whatever i don't care because yeah. this book is me and this is what i want to tell people be you live your dream live your life and be true to yourself so i think yeah. that, that's fantastic <laughs> i and i encourage you to continue on that path because um don't worry i mean most of us probably couldn't pick up on the the grammar errors anyway so <laughs> just press on and, and go through that. But this is, this is a great segue back to a question I, I kind of want to circle back with, but I, I really want to give you some space here to kind of, you know, tie English expression, kind of tie a bow around this, you know, like the really wrap up the package here. But if, if uh, I really want you to leave our listeners with kind of a, a three-step process of, of something that you that is very close to your heart that you would teach. Uh, I, I call it kind of a mini course. You know, the it's a, a micro. Actually, I use the word micro course because it's so small. But it's I want it to be meaningful for someone that's that's heard you today. So so touch on on a subject and give me kind of the top two or three points, just really concisely that you would that you would want to teach that. Uh, you know, I kind of gave you a little bit of a heads up beforehand, but just if there's one subject like here's something that I really want to leave you with and here's the three steps that that really fit in in how do you do this, this one thing. So that you have the microphone. Okay. So uh, it's obviously going to be on the same topic, of course, but I it's it's always when people say I wish I would do that in my life or I wish one day I will do it mm. or I wish I had done this I this makes me jump and I go then do it okay so we're going to talk about that if you have a wish in your life something that you truly want to do uh, you need to do it you need to be you need to love yourself enough to do it so even if it's big, even if it's really big, and it's, it's good if it's really big. So what I tell people is write it down. Your biggest dream. And don't, don't uh, sell yourself short. Make it the biggest one. Write it down for yourself. Write yourself a letter about it. All about how you feel about that dream, whatever it is, you know, it could be going to see a place or learn a new language or, you know, like write a book, uh, do a movie, whatever it is, you know, even if you think I'll never be able to do it, write yourself a letter about how you, you know, you feel about it. You need to go deep about how you feel about living right. that dream. First thing. And then leave maybe a little bit of time, go, and then... Think about what could be the steps that you need to go through to get there. But be realistic. What are the, the, the exact steps? Like if I'm driving now to a place I've never been before, I will need my navigator to tell sure. me how to go there. So see those steps like your navigation system that will tell you where to go through. So make a list with bullet points one two three four or whatever what are the points that you need to go through in your life to be able to achieve that and don't let yourself stop if you think those those uh, points are really big you know right and then from there on work on yourself every day of your life to go a little bit closer to the next point on your list mm -hmm. 
So whatever your next step is, take it as a little piece and every day you make a little bit, you, you make it a little bit closer to that point. And once you reach that, celebrate, celebrate that point. And then you go to the next one. And if you need to do a step back, take a step back because there is always, there will always be, even if you drive somewhere, they might be doing some road works. They might be some um, traffic jam or whatever, or maybe bad weather and you have to take another route. So it's not because you get to that traffic jam that you're not going to get to your point. You might take another route sure. or wait a little. So it's the same. So that would be my recipe because when we thought first, let's move to Australia, it was big, you know, <laughs> it was really big. Absolutely. Um, but when you step it in, when you slice it into smaller pieces, it's easier to chew. And do something every day, even if it's a small step. Yeah. Keep moving You know, forward. at some stage, exactly. At some stage, my little steps were just listening radio in English just to get me, you know, I, I, I tried to find a radio um, in Australia that I could catch through the internet and mm. I was listening to it a little bit every day. So that was my little step. It's yeah. not big. I was, you know, doing whatever I had to do at home, listening to the radio. And or, for example, an, another little step that we did is um, when we were watching a movie or something, I would watch a movie in English instead of watching mm -hmm. a movie in French or in German. And that was just a little bit closer because bringing us a little bit closer because that was teaching us a little bit of English. We, you need to understand that we had to go through a lot of tests and examination sure. and, uh, you know, that we had to go through to get just a paper to go apply for the visa. So that was little steps for us. It doesn't need to be big, but do something every day that will bring you there and never, never let life forget about your dream and you know I say that and I mention it in my book because it's really close to my heart my grandpa he's um he's over 90 years old I think he will turn 91 at the end of the um in June and his big 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 dream was to come to Australia one day and he never did it he did a lot of other things but now he's sad about it and he told me he tells me that all the time I'm sad because I never went to Australia I'm living it through you but I never actually got there. And it makes me sad because yeah. he's getting to the end of his life and he has that regret. Sure. And I don't want to, you know, to be going away and not, and, and you know, stepping back with, with regrets. So this is what pushes me. So hopefully that's a little recipe. <laughs> <laughs> well, those are, those will certainly be in the, in the podcast notes and, so wrap us up today. You've, you've, you've referenced your book multiple times. Tell us the title of the book. Is it is it live? Has it has it actually come out, or is it coming out soon? And give us it the title of it. Coming and... out. <laughs> it is coming out super soon. Uh -huh. um, so you can uh, register to uh, be informed when it's going to come out. So the title of the book is All In on a Dream. And that's exactly where you can register as well. So uh, www.allinonadream.com. Okay. But you can also go on my profile, uh, Natasha Carell, um, Natasha S. 
C-H-A. It's German spelling. Sure. It's a little bit tricky. But Natasha Carroll uh, on Facebook or on Instagram, and there is links um, to to what we do with my husband, to our website, uh, yananacarol.com, but as well to the book. And, um, yeah, you will find it. And um, there is a little box when you can register and get uh, informed where the book is coming out. But it's really... It was planned for the end of the month, um, the 29th, actually, because that's my daughter's birthday, and we thought, let's do it then. Uh, but I, we'll see. We'll see. It will depend. Maybe it's going to be mid of February, but it's going to come soon. Well, it, it may coincide with when the episode goes live, too, so that, that may be perfect timing, but we will have all those notes in the show notes uh, connected to the episode, including your your social media um uh, profiles, the way that way people can find you on social media. And Natasha, thank you so much for just taking the time today. And you've even exposed us to the lovely Australian weather right out at the window behind your head there that, that we've been able to see for, for the time of the interview. But it's been a pleasure. And thank you again for just playing your part in helping all boats rise in a rising tide. Thanks again. Thank you so much, Kevin. Thanks, everyone, for watching.